What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another live Q&A edition. Sorry, this is really mega late, and I am switching internet providers because of that absolute mess. Um, just issues upon issues that I'm not going to go into, but I will tell you that we will be going live again on Friday, same time. So we'll we'll, we'll go 9 a.m. my time, which is 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific, which is do 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 whatever the same time it was I put on the group. So we'll go live then again and we'll run through. And the idea is that hopefully I'll be able to go live on Instagram as well. Uh, TJ underscore rugby if you're not following me. And I will also be live on the Facebook group, Rugby Muscle Athletes. So you guys that are listening in uh, to the podcast behind time, make sure you go to the Rugby Muscle Athletes Facebook page because that is where you get to ask your questions and get them answered live on the Q&A we will go to um, the questions that have been previously asked a little bit later. The ones today, I'm only going to answer the fasting question because I feel like I've only got 15 or so minutes. And so that's the best one that I can do because that'll allow me to answer that question that I, you know, because that was on the original post of, hey, any questions for today? And this is the question I will answer today. So, Alan asks, what is your opinion on prolonged fasting for all apparent benefits, i.e. weight loss, cell regrowth, cognitive, and any others? So I am someone that has tried all forms of fasting. So uh, popular forms are 16-8, which means you fast for 16 hours and then you have an eight-hour window. Sometimes that's refined to 24. Um, sometimes that's also known as the warrior diet, whereby you only eat uh, dinner and you, you know, you don't eat breakfast or lunch. Though, you know, lean, 16, 8 is probably more lean gains. Then there's the 5-2 diet, whereby you have five days a week where you eat normally. Um, and then you have two days a week where you just fast for either the entire day or you do a warrior style diet at the end. Uh, and this is picking up a lot of traction in, you know, uh, general media because it's a new, fad essentially and i'll go into the apparent benefits and my opinions on them so weight loss essentially when you're looking at weight loss with fasting what you're doing is restricting the amount of time that you can eat oh my uh, microphone went down there hopefully this the sound still is the same um if you're if you're on a calorie restricted diet then you're able to control your calories which means you're able to control you know, your weight, uh, weight loss is very much calories in versus calories out in the grander scheme. Now, there are a lot of mechanisms at play, uh, you know, psychological, physiological with how hard you can train, what other benefits you want to gain, um, how you're feeling day to day with your energy levels, all these sorts of things. But I, at the crux of it, even with all hormones um, and everything else integrated, it is calories in versus calories out. Uh, that's the biggest picture that you could take, and that's what is going to govern all forms of fat loss. Because if you're if you're not if you're not taking in enough calories to operate whatever your body is trying to operate on, then you're gonna you have to use other reserves, which are your fat sources or your fat storage, and therefore, you know, that's the the whole thing. Okay, so then when we look at fasting, if you are on a sixteen eight fast. That means that 16 hours a day you're not allowed to eat, which means 16 hours a day you're not allowed to eat junk or healthy food or any food. Um, 
which means that, you know, it's just going to, by definition, give you less of a chance to mess up, right? Same thing for the one meal a day diet, same thing um, for the five, two, right? All of those are periods of time where you're going to go without eating, which is going to be a good thing for controlling your calories. However, on a negative side of things, what's up, guys that are joining live? If you can give it a thumbs up, that helps the algorithm, just, just so you know. Um, if you're going through these periods without eating, less of a chance to mess up. It also gives you the benefit of having like having bigger meals, and those bigger meals are then allowing you to feel more satiated. The biggest problem I have, I find, when people talk about like bodybuilding diets where you have to eat every two hours, you're never full enough to get satisfied from eating a meal. Same same problem where when you get when people snack a lot. If you're snacking all the time, you're never going to feel full enough. You're never going to feel satiated. You can always eat more and more and more and more and more. Whereas if you just eat, you know, boluses of big meals, you're going to feel a lot better. And so when you're fasting, you get to have that. Even if it's on a bigger day scale, you get to eat your normal food during a day. Um, if you're doing the five two. And then those two days you don't eat, you get, you, yeah, you get hungry, but on the, you know, but that, when you get back to your your five days, then you get to eat satiating meals and you get to feel satisfied from eating those meals. So weight loss, it's just a psychological thing and it really does help. However, it can also hinder weight loss if you think it's a magic mechanism whereby you can eat whatever you want on in that one meal because it's not uncommon for people, and I can do it myself, to put away thousands and thousands of calories in a single sitting, particularly if we're doing 16-8, now you've got maybe three opportunities. If you eat three meals, uh, you can eat one at 2 p.m., one at, uh, if you're doing 16, 8. So you'd eat at 2 p.m., then another meal at 4 p.m., and then another meal at like 7 p.m. And you can eat fucking huge meals at those and, and eat 1,500 calories easily in each of those meals, and you're going to gain weight. Um, and then you're not going to get the benefit of weight loss. The other thing is um, energy levels. A lot of people feel better when they're training fasted. That's okay. But if you're doing real tough glycolytic work that is reliant on carbohydrates, then it becomes difficult to do when you are fasted. So then your performance drops, which means that you burn less calories, which means that you are going to elicit slightly less weight loss. On a macro, potentially, if you're losing weight and um, over time you're just car your body composition is better, that can actually benefit you as an athlete. But it's something to consider. Same thing when we're looking at weight training, when we're looking at strength training. For the most part, if you're resting enough, you can train quite well fasted, and we'll get into the cognitive benefits in a second. Um, but for the most part, if you're fasted, then you're going to, um, you know, as long as you're resting fine, it's not going to interfere massively with your training if you're used to it. If it bothers you training hungry, then obviously then eating beforehand is going to be fine is going to be beneficial if you're really trying to get the most out of muscle gaining then you will need to have some sort of proteins it will just benefit you significantly more to have a even if it's just a shake before you go to train like that's what i recommend for guys that are training first thing in the morning that um don't have time to get a breakfast in and are trying to gain as much muscle as they can i recommend having a shake beforehand because when you're looking at trying to gain weight or trying to gain muscle, you want to give yourself every single chance you can to gain muscle. So 
having a protein shake before or during your training session is going to benefit you in terms of giving yourself every chance that you can of getting in protein into the muscle, which gives you every chance you can of gaining muscle. Gaining muscle is significantly harder than losing fat and maintaining muscle. So making sure that you, you, you're covering all your bases, which means fasting is probably not a good idea. When we're looking at cell regrowth, no, like, you know, you can take a look at the bodybuilders, right? Bodybuilders are people that don't really look too much into science traditionally, but they are people that really will experiment and they will try everything. Name me top bodybuilders that uh, advocate for prolonged periods of fasting that have got huge. I'll wait. They don't exist. And that should sort of tell you about the regrowth thing, that the amount that you can recover. You need, like, protein is going to be your building blocks and how you can recover. If you've got storage, you're going to be able to store some protein. But if you're fasting, it just makes it a lot more difficult. Whereas if you've got bricks constantly coming in, it's a lot better. Carbohydrates are the workers that are going to help rebuild that muscle. And again, yes, you can use fat stores to help do that, but you're just better off if you're trying to as efficiently as possible regrow muscle or grow muscle, then you, then being fed is by far going to be the most beneficial thing for you. Now, if you're someone that is larger and that your priority isn't gaining muscle, your priority is losing fat, then yes, you can make do and you can still cover those bases just about. But if you if it's your priority, don't I, I wouldn't even mess with fasting at all. I just pay attention to your total daily uh, carbohydrate and protein intakes and make sure that they are nice and high. Cognitive-wise, now this will be um, the second to last thing we'll focus on when we're talking about fasting. People say that you know um, fasting can really help them be mentally clear and help them perform. This is seen a fair bit, and it's not because the brain relies on fat. That is absolute nonsense. The brain relies on glycogen just like everything else. It's... Um, relies on the same sources as your muscle and it's primarily going to be carbohydrate driven. Um, just, just a fact. If you're mad at that, don't get mad at me. That's just get mad at the facts. Now, this means that how comes people still advocate for being fasted, helping them, their, helping and improving their concentration? Quite simple, really. If you don't have to worry about stressing yourself over eating a good meal or even, um, yeah, making that meal be perfect, cooking that meal, preparing that meal, eating that meal, the taste of that meal, um, you know, having the time to eat that meal, all of that is off the table. It just gives you a level of mental clarity that um, can definitely be of benefit and could definitely negate the fact that you aren't, you don't have those carbohydrates in your system to supply the brain with fuel. Could definitely help. However, it, if you're relying on caffeine, if you're relying on um, Um, if you're relying on caffeine, if you are relying on other sources to sort of boost your brain, also if you're um, if you're having those bulletproof coffees, if you're having fats in your coffee, then you know you're, you're not fasted. You're having fats in your system, which is giving you energy, which your body is going to convert to glycogen to then fuel your body. You know, whatever performing that you're, whatever performance that you are doing. Um. Where was I? So yeah, cognitive benefits. It's just, I don't think that it's overplayed. It definitely can help. Uh, but if you're also stressed about how hungry you are or how you really want to eat, 
Number one, you can definitely learn to deal with that hunger better, and that is a good thing. But number two, I think it's a beneficial thing for you to um, just eat and not worry about that stress of, oh, you know, now your stress of cooking is actually surpassed by the stress of your hunger levels. You know, fuck, I'm just, I wish I could concentrate, but I'm just so damn hungry. This is where you become flexible with your approach. And this is what I advocate for everyone is to become not so rigid in um, your meal timing and, and, you know, just pay attention more to how your body feels and let that dictate whether you're going to fast or whether you're going to pursue um, having that, having a breakfast or whatever in the morning. The more routines you get, the more you figure out what works for you, but the more you can be still flexible in your approach and just say today, for example, today I haven't eaten any breakfast. I think I'm rambling a little bit on this podcast because I haven't eaten any breakfast. Maybe it would have been better had I eaten a breakfast, but dealing with my internet issues, I was supposed to, but in dealing with my internet issues, I never got time to get around to it. And now I'm here doing the podcast and it is what it is. You know, maybe it would have been better. I don't know. I don't have any solid data. And this is kind of the whole thing with fasting. Uh, there is just no real solid data to say of, of any real benefits to it. There's a lot of um, anecdotal data, which we cannot ignore, which you can use for your benefits. But it's just not enough to say anything rigid in terms of a huge benefit. That's not to say that there aren't a lot of people out there that have used fasting to benefit them in terms of their lifestyle, to benefit them in terms of being able to stick with a diet, to benefit them in terms of concentrating better at work, concentrating better in the gym, concentrating better when you're doing whatever workout you're doing um, or whatever you're doing on a day-to-day basis and helping you stick with it long-term. All of that is absolutely true and all of that can absolutely help. So it's upon you to experiment and figure out whether that works for you. The final thing I will say is when you look at the literature about fasting, about like long, longitudinal studies, so people that uh, live longer and live healthier are people that also fast. In general, this is compared to a terrible Western diet. I think the most, the, the optimal thing that you can do, improving by the science to live longer, is just control your diet, control your calories. Um, but in general, most what you got to understand is. If you're looking at your food, if you're looking at your carbohydrate intake, if you're even paying any remote attention to your diet in terms of its health benefits, you're already better than the majority of people out there who just eat uh, Wendy's every single day or they have no idea of their nutrient value of their food. They just think they can generally do better. They're generally overweight. You're already ahead of those people in terms of your health and, and you're about as good as you can be um, proven by the science so other than that you play by whatever feels best for you there's good but don't buy into the hype i've done two-day diets uh two-day fasts myself i've done 16 eight fasts for a year i've done different periods and the benefits are all almost 100 percent going to be lifestyle related how they suit you how they benefit you with your lifestyle and that is not to be sniffed at. That is something that you can absolutely use to your benefit, but it is not going to uh, replace good old just general healthy habits, general keeping control of your calories um, in and around your workout, in and around on a week-to-week that basis. And those are the benefits that fasting will provide you. Um, and overall, um, it can be a good benefit. It can be 
a negative if you if you if it just doesn't work for you if it doesn't suit the way that you train or the way that you live however it can teach you a lot about how to eat on a day-to-day basis and overall those lessons that it teaches you are the main thing that are going to really set you up for long-term progress with your diet and that i will end the podcast there I went a little bit over and now I'm going to be panicked and maybe I'm not even going to have time for breakfast after this before my next appointment. But that's okay. I hope this guy, I hope this um, podcast and this Facebook Live helped you guys out. If it did, give it a thumbs up. If you're listening on the podcast, as always, give us a five-star review. Uh, We've got guests coming on. And in fact, the guests that have come on will have already come on by the time this podcast goes live. But five-star reviews really help and they're coming in and I'm really enjoying it. If you want to... Um, get your own macros already set up and you can use those macros for fasting or for not fasting rugby-muscle.com forward slash macros or rugby-muscle.com forward slash actually just rugby-muscle.com check out all the freebies check out all the ways that we can help you Um, hope you guys enjoyed it and i'll see you in the next one all right thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed that episode of the rugby muscle podcast then i've got a quick little request and a potential prize giveaway for you if you do said request All I want you to do is go to Apple Podcasts and type up a five-star review. Just your general opinions of the podcast would be great feedback, but also helps us reach higher rankings, get more exposure, allow me to attract more guests and devote more time to developing a better all-around podcast experience for you. All you have to do once again is go and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast service you use. Let me know that you've got it. And then every single week, I'll be selecting one review to give away a free prize. That free prize will be either one free month of Team Rugby Muscle. That's our world-class strength condition program app delivered directly to your phone. Or if that doesn't interest you, then we've got one free consultation where I'll, I'll go over your training program, your nutrition, and advise you how to best plan for your goals. Even if none of those things interest you, it's still doing me a solid and helping the podcast grow by going and giving us a five-star review. There's no real excuse. It takes like one minute and that helps the show out exponentially. So I'd really appreciate if you could do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.